There is a tension between the requirements of holiness, right? Romans, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. The requirements of holiness and the sheer lack of ability in the saint to be holy in our own efforts. Do you remember when Paul said, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And that's the guy writing Bible books. Did you ever think, oh, I'm just a so-and-so, not like the super saints, and yet here's the guy who wrote that much of the New Testament telling you, I don't even know how. I'm dead. If it depends on me, I'm done. But God doesn't leave us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. I've always hated that phrase. There's no leverage if you're standing in it and pulling on it to get yourself up. God hasn't said, you go and be good now. Go and really do it. There, I've told you. Because the person on the other side of that is like someone pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. A lead weight in the middle of water trying to float. You've got to fall in these everlasting arms. God has to lift us up. That's the only way you get the rock from the bottom of the riverbed up to the surface is by lifting it. They don't float. You get miracles, don't you? God takes an axe, an axe head, and it floats. Why have a miracle like that in the Bible? But it does. He takes the dead, dead is dead, dead is further down than an axe handle at the bottom of water. Dead is the grave below. Dead is done, and God raises to life. We're talking about this faith. And so I spent half of my religious experience on earth thinking, oh, son, you just have to believe. There, there, just believe. And I thought about an invisible guy in the sky who's wringing his hands. What am I going to do with those poor humans if only they would just do the right thing? Oh, come on, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. When will you come? And I get people, grown men, who tell me today, will you put in a good word to the big man for me? And I loathe the phrase. Do you know why? Not because of the person asking. Because someone told them that might be the way. Yeah, you, oi, hire a guy to say it for you. Oh, mom, mom, will you pray for me? I've got a job interview. Talk to the Lord. I don't know the Lord. You're the churchy one. Go away, get it done for me, will you? I hear Church of Scotland ministers down Glasgow Way that get people chap the door, say, I'd like to drop the bands off, have them done while I'm away to the shops. I'll come back to get them. And that's nuts. Could you, could you baptize my kid? I got I to... Gotta... And, that, and that, you know, uh, just a nice uh, nail varnish over the clump of what we are because I've heard a story that inside that clump there's a diamond and it's valuable. But if you could just pretty it up, please. Tart it up. Lipstick on a sow. And people live with these mythical concepts of God and the life of a person. And we see it all the time. You live among it. You live among it. 
But are you changing it? Are you speaking truth against the lies? And the mom who says, Oi, will, mister, will you tell my child that when we die, we become a wee star in heaven? Would you explain that that's true? Go on. And you stand in front of the mother and in front of the child. And, you, and I mean, thank God that I didn't say something like, Your mom's lying. It's not true. You know? But some other more, more careful way of saying, well, do you know God actually loves us and He cares about us? And Jesus died for us. And so everything that stands against us, that won't get us. There's forgiveness in Jesus' name. And we'll live forever if you trust Jesus and you follow Him. Because that's the only answer. 